we invite you down to the front for our children's chat at this time. Jen, can we put them like back here? All right, here, y'all come up here with me. Yep. I want you to stand. Whoop. Those are the words. Don't leave the mic out. Just stand in a line. This pandemonium will totally be worth it, folks, I promise you. I'm going to mute my microphone because nobody wants that. So it, it is a Christmas tradition at Hope that our children sing Away in the Manger for us. All right, Zoe, get in the back. There you go. All right, are we ready? Everybody watch Mrs. Jen. One, two, three, four, five, six. Y'all stay right there. Stay there. Stay right there. All right. And for them. Good job. All right. How are y'all doing tonight? You doing okay? So I have a question for you while you're up here. Do you know... Do you know how the wise men found Jesus? Yes, so the, the wise men had read the Bible, which said that Jesus is the bright morning star, and they knew when they saw a star rise in the east, or the west, or wherever it was, I can't remember, 
I, I should, yeah, I should probably know that. <laughs> they were east of it, so it had to rise in the west, right? So his... <laughs> seems like they'd have gone the wrong way, but anyway. So they saw the star, and they knew immediately that that star was special and that it meant that the Messiah was going to be born at that time. And so they followed the star to, do you know where they went? Where did they find Jesus? They went to Bethlehem. So there is a star in each of our hearts that is where it shines the light of God's love. That's how we find Jesus too. Have you ever seen the star of Bethlehem? No? Well, I got you some glasses to help you. We're going to call these the eyes of faith. All right. Here you go. You can put those on. Here, everybody take one. Help, help, help anybody that needs help. There you go. Here you go. All right. You want to put those on? Look through those. Everybody gets one. Okay, I'll show you. Just hang just like that. Yeah, you've seen these before. Not at all. All right, you ready, Mila? All right, do you see it? Hold, you got, might have to hold those up there. Do you see the, do you see? What? What I do? Did I miss anyone? So do you see? All right, do you see the star of Bethlehem yet? Too many stars? Wait. I don't think you've seen it yet. No, no. Okay, I see what you're looking at. Well, maybe if you look way in the back, you'll see some stars. And if anybody wants to turn on their cell phone flashlight and hold it up, they'll see more stars. All right. What do you think? That's, that's how the wise men found Jesus. They had glasses by paper optics. No. No, they followed their hearts. They followed the star that was the sign that the Messiah was born. That's why we put up lights at Christmas time is to remember that Jesus is the light of the world. He came in to this world. Can I pray for you guys before you sit down? All right. Dear God, thank you for these precious children, and thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, who was born in Bethlehem on Christmas Day that we could see the light of your love shining in our hearts and in this world, and that we could be part of your family now and forever. We thank you for our families. We thank you for this season, which we celebrate the gift and the birth of your son, Jesus Christ. It is in his name we pray. Amen. All right. Everyone except for the Leroy girls can go have a seat. All right.
Y'all can go find your seats. Thank you. Good job. You can keep the glasses. They're yours. You might want to take them off to walk around. I'm just saying. Check one. Okay, here we go. So we're going to read a Bible verse for you guys tonight. We've practiced for like two weeks now. Not really. It's been like 20 minutes. But um, when Pastor Tom asked us to do this and I saw which verse it was, my heart just exploded. For those of you that, that do know me, there's one movie that I absolutely love this time of year. And it happens to be a Charlie Brown Christmas, right? This is the verse that Linus reads to, to Charlie Brown and to the other kids to let them know what Christmas truly is. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was one of the house of lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, behold, I bring you good news of joy, of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and, and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Um, glory, to God in the glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with, with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Thank you to the Leroy family. That was perfect. So as we, as we celebrate this 
Christmas season tonight, I want to just sort of um, frame what we're doing or what I'm about to do is um, we have been every year in the season of Advent and then the season of Christmas, we do a sermon series that explores the themes of the birth of Jesus, the themes of hope and love and peace and joy. And this year, we've been looking at those themes through the lens of women in the lineage of Jesus, the women who preceded him, who were his ancestors, who uh, gave birth to the line that would lead to the Messiah, of the Savior of the world. And it is appropriate and fitting that tonight we look at Mary. And I want to read you an excerpt of her story. This is from the Gospel of Luke, a little bit earlier in the book than where we just were, but Luke is describing how Jesus came, how it came to be that Mary conceived and gave birth to the Savior of the world. And so I want to read this passage with you or to you, and then we're just going to look at some of the themes that are here and try to understand what it is that we can learn from this incredible young woman as she is on the verge of history. And So here we go. From Luke chapter 1, I'm going to begin in verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this may be. And the angel said to her, do not be afraid. Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called holy, the Son of God. And because your relative, and behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So it's important to just point out, Mary is a teenager. She's not married, and this angel appears to her And she has to be just, not just baffled, but also terrified, confused. And all this great news, uh, what did the angel tell her? Do not be afraid, you found favor with God, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, you shall call his name Jesus, which means God saves. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary's like, kingdom? Throne? 
you're contributing to teen pregnancy here, pal. Like, what are you doing? Are you, how is this going to work? I don't understand why. And I'll just, I'll just say it this way. Um, I live in a house with three incredible women. And sometimes when one of them asks a question, it's not a question. Right? Like, are you going to take out the trash? <laughs> it appears in the form of the interrogative, if, you, if you've ever learned any grammar, but it's really an imperative. <laughs> so I wonder, I wonder, you know, looking at Mary asking this question of, of the angel, um, I wonder if that's not close to what's going on. Like, what do you, what, thrones? kingdom forever yeah 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 yeah. are you gonna tell my dad that because this is not gonna go well for me and I want to ask this simple question what can we learn from Mary in this passage what can we take away from this very first emergence of Christmas in the Bible and so I'll say this we as God's people, as he reveals himself to us through his word, as he calls us into life and action as people of faith, we have to get over ourselves. Mary takes her a minute, right? She's got a lot of thoughts racing through her mind as this angel is speaking to her of thrones and kingdoms and eternity she probably has some really, really practical questions. And so she asks a very practical question, and the angel answers. He explains it. He explains what's going to happen, and then he gives her a sign. He says, there will be your aunt, who is old and beyond the childbearing age, and she is now pregnant, and you can go to her, and you can see, you can verify for yourself that what I'm saying to you is not just a dream. And you, we've seen throughout Scripture, there are these, these punctuations in the redemptive history where God has brought about miraculous pregnancies to various women in the lineage of Christ that otherwise would have seemed impossible. And so this angel says to her, well, this is how it's going to work, and this is the sign that you can verify it by, and then we learn from Mary that we are to get to the heart of what matters. And what matters in this passage is that Mary has found favor with God. Not by virtue of anything inherently different in her. It's just she happens to be at the perfect place at the perfect time, descended from just the right line of people to be in position to bear in her womb the Savior of the world. And so she gets over herself. She gets to the heart of what matters. She learns that God has a plan and that he has included her and us in eternity. And then we see Mary do something remarkable. She's probably middle teenager, 15, 16, 17 years old, somewhere in that window. And she hears this angel, and she asks him the question. She hears the explanation. She's given the sign, 
Did you notice what she said when it was all over? These are just remarkable words of faith. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And so each of us, as we celebrate this Christmas, are to be servants of his word. To remember why we're here. We're here because God came to Mary and brought through her into the world a Savior. One who would bring forgiveness and grace and peace and joy to the hearts of mankind. One who would show us what it meant to be favored by God. To not just know his love and grow in his love, but to be rooted there now and forever. And so Mary would carry within her this promise that God will forgive, that God will redeem, that God will restore our relationship with him and our relationships with each other. Mary carried within her the rebirth of hope into the world. Through her son, our place in God's eternal family would be established forever. This girl understood that she had a mission to carry on the hope of the world. We have a mission to carry on the hope of the world, to carry in our hearts, in our lives, in the way we relate to others, this light of the love of Jesus Christ. Will you pray with me? God, our Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this incredible example that this young woman sets before us of faith and courage and of a willingness to submit to your word, to make herself your servant, and to fulfill the mission for which you created her. Lord, help each of us to understand that we are here for a reason, that we carry the light of the love of your Son, Jesus Christ, in our hearts, and that we are to shine that light in this dark and hurting world, to show others the way, to show others what love and forgiveness and grace look like when they are lived out. We thank you for that first Christmas, for the gift of the birth of your Son into this world, and for all that it means for our hearts now and forever. Help us to live in the joy of Christmas. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.